Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to part three of my AEW All-In Recap. It's time to discuss the four-way match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker DMD versus Soraya. Well, honestly, it was great to see Soraya finally have a moment that she's been working very hard for for a very long time. The fact that several years ago, the neck injury that she suffered that supposedly ended her career, how she's battled so many different scenarios to come back to the ring to be cleared to do what she loves to do more than anything. It's been a long road for Soraya and it comes down to this. Now, I did not expect Soraya to win the match despite the fact that this, this was taking place in England. But the fact that she won the match, well, good for her. She deserves the massive standing ovation in her home country. She deserves her moment because of everything that she's gone through, the difficult times and everything. You know, there's nothing that can be taken away from Soraya. There's nothing at all. And for me, in my case, the fact that I'm a strong supporter and advocate for women's professional wrestling, I had expectations going to this match because I wanted this match to really be a moment that everybody can talk about in a strong, positive manner. Now, unfortunately, Bleacher Report did not give this match a high grade. As a matter of fact, they gave him a C. But because I, I saw so much, it's hard for me to give a proper official diagnosis on what I think the match was. Now, the match certainly not the best match, but definitely not the worst. I mean, I'm sure that in, in, like in any other match from this card, things could have been done different. You know, but the fact that Soraya, having her moment, I mean, the fact that she, she walked out to the entrance, you know, the, to Queens, we will rock you... Was, and she was accompanied by her family. And the fact that her mother even got involved in the match. I thought that's actually pretty interesting. Now what we saw in this match. Clearly the outcasts. Seems to be no more. Now I'm going to try not to get too much ahead of myself. But the fact that early on. It seemed that, that Tony Storm and Soraya were on the same page. Because they seemed to be working together. But of course not surprising. That soon turned out to be. Well. Well, it, it, it basically, the Alliance seemed to have basically sunk quicker than, than the damn Titanic because, well, again, based on what we saw, <laughs> uh, the, the, the miscommunications just immediately started because Tony Storm and Soraya each attempted to pit, uh, to pin, excuse me, Dr. Britt Baker DMD, and then that's when the, that's when the disagreement started, so that's all of a sudden... Clearly, it's every woman for herself in this particular match. So we all knew that at one point, Tony Storm and Soraya would kind of basically have a bit of a confrontation, and eventually they did. Now, the fact of the matter is, you know, I it, it's hard for I I feel it, it's hard for me to kind of basically grasp the fact that that Hikaru Shida's second reign. Lasted less than less than a last less than a month, but as I mentioned earlier, you, you can't take anything away from Soraya. But there's one particular thing that I've been thinking of. It, it's not so much that okay, well the breakup of the Outcast. A lot of people are probably not happy about it, 
Now, Soraya has not wrestled much ever since ever since she made her comeback. And what I'm getting at is the fact that the women's champion is a talent that doesn't wrestle as much. This is not something that's truly good for AEW because Soraya now, even though she's clear to return. Clearly, she's not going to be able to wrestle every single week because they have to be very, very careful. they got to take the necessary precautionary medical, you know, procedure. Like, they got to basically take the necessary medical precautions. I think I got that a little bit mixed up. So, now, do I expect Soraya's reign to be short? Part of me says yes, but part of me says no. The part that says yes, it should be, is referring to the fact, as I just mentioned, she doesn't compete as much because, again, you know, they got to take the necessary medical precautions as far as, you know, Soraya's injury history. So, now, as far as Tony Storm goes on, the fact that Soraya pinned Tony Storm and there was a spot in the match where Soraya sprayed Tony Storm with paint, clearly that tells me Tony Storm is, if she hasn't reverted back to a face yet, that she will be in the next coming week or so. Clearly, the outcast seems to be no more. Now, some would say that because Soraya won the title in England, Soraya should be the one that turns face, while Tony Storm and Ruby Soho remain heel and kick Soraya out of the group. That's one, that's one theory that they could, they could probably have gone with, but honestly, to me, Tony Storm doesn't need to be in a, in a group of any sort. Tony Storm is a star in her own unique way. Tony Storm is one of the most phenomenal and amazing professional wrestlers I have ever seen. I mean, Tony Storm, much like every other wrestler that is incredible in his or her own way, Tony Storm is just, you know, it, it, it's, hard, it's hard to describe it because Tony Storm is just simply phenomenally amazing. Okay, so, so I guess everybody got the point, my point. So, again, now that the outcast seems to be over now, unfortunately, I'm rather very saddened that another hero of mine, Jamie Hayter, was unable to be at the show because Jamie Hayter, of course, is still dealing with a shoulder injury. There's a lot of unanswered questions moving forward because we're still waiting for the return of Thunder Rosa. So, there's a lot of questions, you know, unanswered questions involving the AEW women's division, but... But clearly, the fact that, you know, according to a lot, of, a lot of the notes and some of the footage that I saw, Ruby Soho made her way, trying to get involved in the match, and I think there was a spot where Tony Storm knocked Ruby Soho down, so I honestly believe Tony Storm basically turned face during the match. So, so clearly, I mean, if the outcast is no more, or not, I mean, if, if the outcast is still there, then clearly Tony Storm is no longer part of the group. But if the outcast is no more, I'm more basically, well, I, was just, I don't know if I should say concerned, excuse me, concerned. I should probably rather say I'm curious to see what, what this means for Ruby Soho. Because if Tony Storm turns face and Soraya rever is, is still a heel, but the outcast is no more, you have to wonder where does, where does Ruby Soho go from here? Now, I'm not surprised that Dr. Britt Baker DMD did not win because I think she's made it clear before that she does not want to be champion again. Now, I don't need to get into detail, details of that, but I think in Britt Baker's case, as long as she remains in the title picture, she'll be okay. She'll be okay. 
Dr. Britt Baker DMD, much like Tony Storm, Dr. Britt Baker DMD is phenomenally amazing and unique in, in her own way, much like Hikaru Shida, much like Saray. I mean, every amazing female professional wrestler, they're unique in, in their own way. So, same thing goes, goes for the boys. So, so basically where we go from here, you know, again, you know, uh, it, it, it's really tough to see, you know, for Hikaru Shida to, you know, when she was champion, you know, during the, during the pandemic, you know, and she finally gets her moment, you know, with, with a crowd, with a live crowd, you know, still the fact that she came, she entered an 80 plus thousand attendance arena as the champion, I mean, that's a career defining moment for her, so... Even though Hikaru Shida lost the title, they took the belt off of her, you can't take anything away from Hikaru Shida either. Honestly, you can't take anything away from any of these four competitors because no matter how you feel about the match, now again, the match could have been booked better, I'm sure, but again, I still feel like you can't take anything away from these talents. Now again, the way the match was booked certainly tells the story. Um... But moving forward, but you know, if if it turns out to be a a short reign for Soraya, you ask yourself who she who could she lose the title to in the future? Now, I would love to see now if Jamie Hader were were, were to return any sometime soon, I would love to see Jamie Hader feud with Soraya over the title and have Soraya as the heel and Jamie Hader as the babyface. That would be something cool, you know. But again, th 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 this particular match, you know kind of feels like it's like one situation after another because I feel like I've not really talked about how the match went enough but I kind of felt like when I'm doing this series of episode I wouldn't go through detail by detail I'll kind of give some thoughts and possible theories involving the nature of what's going on here so because I, I mentioned where does Tony Storm go from here where does Ruby Soho go from here and you know is the outcast officially dead in the water so and of course you know same thing goes for Dr. Britt Baker same thing goes for, you know, Hikaru Shida, you know. Where does the AEW Women's Division go from here? That That's basically the question. But the AEW Women's Division has been something that's been questioned about a lot ever since the beginning of AEW. So, so Shida took control of the match, you know, several times, you know, you know, like that. So, I'll never forget there was actually a spot where Dr. Britt Baker got slammed into the barricade and Shida was thrown into the steel steps, so... You know, and seeing Soraya's mom get involved in the match, I think there was a time she was Soraya's mother was holding Britt Baker while Tony Storm was giving chops, and I think there was one spot where Tony Storm accidentally hit Soraya's mom, and that kind of stirs up the tensions between Soraya and Tony Storm. So, so at this point, I, I'm convinced that Tony Tony Storm, the alliance with Soraya, it's it's gone, because I met, I'm, I'm sure I might have mentioned this already. Soraya pinned Tony Storm to win the title, so that that's got to say something. So. So clearly, I, I'm sure there'll be a rematch between Hikaru Shida and Soraya. So, if somehow, someway, if Soraya, if they put the belt immediately back on her, I mean, well, you know, if that happens, you know, well, I'll, I'll get to that. But you know, I'll do a, I'll, I'll do an episode, obviously. But I, I don't think I see that happening. I just see right now, honestly, I, I just say basically see a storyline between Tony Storm and Soraya moving forward. Now. If, Sor if Soraya and Ruby Soul, if that alliance stays alive, and if the Outcast is still well alive, then clearly there's going to be a new member. So, we'll just have to wait and see. So, 
But but the match itself again, you know, it's kind of basically you know somebody else takes control. It, it's kind of like basically something like that. A lot of brawling. A, a, a lot of things like that, you know, brawling outside the ring and, and things like that. These close calls, you know, every you know, again, it's a situation to where it's every woman for herself. So that that's usually usually how it goes in these situations as far as four way matches are concerned. I mean, you know, some people call it a four way match. Some say a fatal four way. And of course, I per, my personal favorite is a four way dance. I like that, but. But based on what we saw, you know, Soraya's, you know, when Soraya wrestled her first match back, you know, against Dr. Britt Baker DMD last year, I think it was in November, you know, I was impressed. So it's good to see that Soraya can still work greatly. But again, you know, you know, of, of course, you know, as I mentioned, the, the medical precautionary measures, you know, measures, I think was the, was the word I had been looking for, which I could not find. So, so, so again, congratulations to Soraya. She has her big moment in front of 80 plus thousand at Wembley Stadium in her home country. But again, you, you ask yourself, was this the right move? Because again, she wrestles in a very limited basis because of the, of the, of the past neck injuries and the concussions and everything that Soraya has suffered throughout a long career. So I think now be basically like, does AEW really want to keep a champion long-term that doesn't wrestle as much? I mean, so basically right now, I would have to imagine this has to be basically a, a short reign. But again, we'll have to wait and see. So... But now, basically, now that I'm convinced that the outcast is very likely no more, you know, you know, even Bleacher, you know, even Bleacher Report, you know, had some, you know, some serious, you know, crit critical negative thoughts. Now I'm not going to give them like, like that, but, 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 but on, honestly, I mean, some people would say, you know, this is just how bad, you know, the, the AEW women's division has been badly booked, but. But the fact that they got this this match, the, the grade, it was a C. I mean, I'm sure it could have been a whole lot worse, but... Oh, boy. I don't know. Man. You know, I, I think, you know, one of the moments and takeaways, according to uh, Bleacher Report, this is something I do want to re read. So it says, Soho hit the ring and tried to talk Storm out of damaging Soraya's neck. Storm rocked her with a forearm as the outcasts appeared to be in disarray, much like the match. So having read that, maybe, is it now, now I'm thinking, is Ruby Soho the one that teased the face turn? If, if Tony Storm, you know, like, like, basically, like, targeting Soraya's neck, so is Tony Storm still a heel, but is Ruby Soho the face, or hell, is maybe Soraya the face? I mean, I don't know. So now the whole time I'm thinking Tony Storm is likely the face, because I, I didn't see that now again. I saw parts of the match, but again, there was only so much I, I could see, and I really wanted to do these episodes like that. You know, did a lot of reading and research. You know, interviewed several other wrestling fans, but unfortunately, they could not be on the show. But they gave me as many notes as they could, which I'm super grateful for. But so basically, you know, for those of you that watch, you know, let me know like what you, what you see out of this. Is is Tony Storm the one heading to a face turn? Is it Soraya? Is it Ruby Soho? I mean. Again, I mean, I, I think that's probably why the match kind of got a bit of a, not a much of a positive reception, because we kind of just don't know what goes on from here. But again, that's been the situation with the AW Women's Division for for quite a long time. So, so once again, congratulations to Soraya. Hats off to all four of, of these competitors, because despite a, how bad the match might have looked to many wrestling fans, I still say that these four competitors gave it all they had. They did their job to the best of their ability, 
And whatever materializes moving forward as far as storylines are concerned, we'll just have to wait and see. But clearly, I believe the outcast is probably no more. Whether it's Tony Storm moving on forward as a babyface or Ruby Soho or whatever, then hopefully things work out. But I think realistically speaking, Tony Storm should probably be the one reverted back to a face. And I do believe Ruby Soho should remain a heel. That, that's honestly my personal opinion, but... If you see it the other way around, then, you know, let me know in the comments. Let me know on Twitter. I mean, whatever you got to say, I mean, you know, I'm all ears, y'all. So, so if you're watching and listening on YouTube, let me know in the comments. You know, I'm sure you, even on Spotify, from what I understand, you can actually, you know, leave comments as well. So, whatever, whatever you got to say about what you think of this match, y'all, I'm, I'm absolutely all ears. I mean, y'all's y'all's opinion, they matter to me as, as far as this goes. So, whether you agree with me or not, but... Uh, but again, the last thing I gotta say is, I mean, clearly the match didn't go the best way it could have been. It could have been a whole lot better, but at the same time, you know, the EW Women's Division is something that we've been questioning for quite a long time, and we're really questioning, you know, where things go moving forward. Because again, right now, involving so many uh, talents in the AEW Women's Division, the biggest problem is with such an overloaded roster, there there are too many unanswered questions. So. But I'm sure, as always, Tony Khan has a plan, and we just have to wait till the time is right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes Part 3, and I hope you'd like to brace yourself for Part 4, because I'm going to be talking about the main event. So don't forget to tune in, because you will be in for a surprise. But before I let you go, once again, a reminder, Ringside Chaos is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So please hit the subscribe button, and please be sure that you hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you will not be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. And one more thing, if you have friends or family that love professional wrestling, then please, I ask you that they please, you please have them subscribe to the show, because I promise you, no, I guarantee you, that they will love this show. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, once again. God bless and tune in for, for, for the main event. Thank you very much.